0: More Black women are choosing to become entrepreneurs, and some of them are doing it with their friends. Is that you? Join us as we discuss navigating friendships and business relationships with Lindsay Odenma, the creative director of Sincerely L Desire. Hello, come on. Hello, Lindsay. Welcome to the System Podcast. Lindsay, thank you so much for joining us today. Before we get into the podcast, we would like to allow the listeners to get to know a bit about us more. This week, as you are our guest, we want them to learn something about you. It's time to learn something new about you, which is a segment that we have in the System Podcast. Okay, Lindsay, what's something that the average person around you wouldn't know about you?
1: Hmm, I think... um... Two things. I think that I absolutely value self care. I'm a self care guru. It's to the point where I'm really learning, trying to, I'm learning or figuring out how to have a healthy line between self care and everyday activities because I am a huge fan of, I got to take care of myself. And Um, I think the other concept would be how much I love being alone. Mm -hmm. I didn't realize as I got older how much I would love being just with myself. Yes. And it feels, it's such a good feeling, but then I have to keep in mind that I have social support, I have friends, I have family who also want to spend time with me too. And how do I find that healthy line between, all right, I'm going to give them some time but I really love just dating myself. Like I will go anywhere by my—I mean, anywhere by myself. Mm-hmm.
0: That's something I learned about you, Lindsay. Me and Lin- Lindsay and I—let yeah. me let me get correct. Lindsay and I <laughs> used to work together years ago, and Lindsay would take a mental health day in the middle of the day. Just
1: she'd be <laughs> like, you know
0: what? Yeah, this is not working for me. And I would look, and Lizzie would be packing up her stuff, packing up her purse, and Lizzie would be walking out the door. It's a mental health day.
1: It's and so Lizzie- funny. I used you in my training recently. I did a training on self care right, and mm-hmm. we talk I compared self care to a food recipe, creating mm-hmm. your own self care recipe, and I talk about how sometimes you don't know your palate until someone else is t- someone else tasted right. I may not know my food is salty. Or I may not know I like it fruity until someone says, you know what? Whoa, this is a little salty. Or, Okay, you must like stuff hot. And I talk about how you tasted my palate when it came to self-care. You were the one who told me, Lindsay, why do you leave every day at 10 o'clock from this job when we don't get off till one? <laughs> and it, it made me aware to, you know what?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I do leave. And let me figure out why I leave. Okay, so this is why I leave. I leave because, number one, I don't like this job. Number two, mm-hmm. I leave because an office job is not for me. That's when I learned the office job wasn't for me. Mm-hmm. I need community-based work. Because mm-hmm.
0: mm-hmm. we were in the office, but you yeah. were so great at what you did, which is that that's that hard line to get people to understand. And people would think you're an extrovert because you're out here, you're very boisterous and you know you give a lot of energy no one would understand why you would want to take that in the house and shut that off right because Mm -hmm. it's exhausting it's draining and when you have people that have the expectation of having you around them yeah they look for that because they receive something from you so it's good that you're an advocate for self-care that's huge and I'm so glad that you shared that with our listeners because your listeners need to know that about you as well it's not that you may not want to be around them, but you need time to recharge and regroup. Self-care is very important. And you have to put yourself first. Before we get into a podcast, uh, Lindsay, before we go any further, I also want to know, when you started your business, I know that you started with a, as a partnership, correct? Mm-hmm. Um, and that partnership did not go as planned. Mm-hmm. How did you start that business?
1: So, um, well, one thing I I realized when I decided to start that business, and and I talk about this in my self-care training too, being self-aware, right? Gives you the power to make informed decisions.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: When I started that business with my friend, I do realize it came out of a place of insecurities. I Mm -hmm. realized that I didn't feel that I could do this on my own so I'm going to do this with you Mm. had I been more aware about what I was feeling in that moment I think it would have gave me the opportunity or space to reassess wait do I want to go to into um, business with my friend do I want to do this what are other ways I can navigate through these insecurities but because I lacked that self-awareness I wasn't able to make a well-informed decision Mm. there were a lot of things within that that I wish could have went better. Number one, no one educated us or talked to us about partnerships and we did not educate ourselves. I wish that we had um, a better foundation on what this would look like, you know, things that we needed to do differently, things we need to consider. We didn't have that foundation. And then um, it definitely, I lost a friend. I think I say this all the time. That was one of the hardest breakups I've ever experienced, mm-hmm. and I, I i i don't I don't know if I fully still understand why it was so hard, but it was so hard. um I was angry. I remember asking God why like i I didn't understand why this had to happen now, you know why why did this why did this why do I need to experience this? like I was so upset because also part of it too was I didn't know what things were going to look like on the other side. What is this going to look like? We're in this partnership. We have, we've been doing this business and now it's going to end and now I have to do it on my own. What is this going to look like? And it's crazy because when it ended, all of these good things started happening to me. Mm -hmm. My, my, when I relaunched my business, I mean, it excels so fast within the first year.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And sometimes what I learned was, and I used that experience to guide a lot of my decision makings or to help me get through difficult times, because what I learned was sometimes we experience pain or discomfort for the greater good. Yeah. And so, um, yeah, for mm-hmm. the greater good.
2: That's interesting because you've answered quite a few of the questions now. Well, I, I want you to get more into it as we get deeper into the discussion. Mm-hmm. But it's interesting because now you, you've sent my brain on like this path of thinking ahead of things. <laughs> yeah. So thanks for sharing that. But before we deep dive into a lot of what you just said, how about you tell us with your friend, your business partner, I assume that, well, that you said that that ended, Yeah. Mm -hmm. How did the friendship affect the business? And you did touch on it a bit just now, but tell us a little bit more about how did it affect it? I know that you said that after it, you know, ended, you soared. But Mm -hmm. how do you think if you had to pinpoint,
1: you know, three three ways in which it affected it, for example? Well, I can't speak to her and I can only speak to mine. So I will say this. I think one way the friendship impacted the business in general as we maneuvering, maneuvering was, I think, well, you know what? I'm going to speak to her a little bit. I think that we both had a difficult time having hard conversations. I think I was more willing to have them than she was because Mm -hmm. I'm able to be a little bit more vulnerable personally. Mm -hmm. That's my personal opinion. I, you know, she may feel different, but um, I think it made it difficult to have those hard conversations about. How do we divvy up this money? Or what is this going to look like? Or what, you know, I think that played a role in it. Um, And I think that um, outside of that, the friendship ended because I wanted the friendship to continue, if I have to be honest. Mm -hmm. I wanted to be able to sever the business and like, let's try to save this friendship that didn't seem like that was reciprocated. So, you know, there was no choice, but like, if you don't want to reciprocate that, then there's no choice but to end it. I think that um, she had her own personal feelings. I don't know if that was betrayal or, or whatever the case may be. One thing that was very disheartening for me through this situation was, I realized from what was communicated to me, that we were friends this long, but she didn't really know who I was as a person mm-hmm. because there were things oh, that wow. were there were things that were said and put on me that eluded she didn't know who I was as a person, mm-hmm. and that is one thing that I wholeheartedly struggle with because I I put out genuineness into the universe, so if or into the world into people, so it's like we've been friends for five six seven years or however long, and how why would you think I would move like this like you don't know who I am like like I, I'm showing you who I am and so um yeah I think I think those were the major ways that the friendship bled into the um bi- um the business I think that when you like prime example it, it's it's um it's not completely impossible to run a business with a friend like my best friend Mm-hmm. is my graphic designer for sincerely Al. mm-hmm. she also is my private i mean my personal assistant
0: mm-hmm. i think
1: it depends on the person
0: yeah
1: um i think it depends on people's intent mm-hmm. and so for example even with that because we're friends right or we've been best friends for 31 years or 33 years how, how old am i what am i 33 i'm 33 we've been friends for 33 years she's been my friend since birth Because we know we both love each other so much, we had to make sure we put boundaries. Okay, Gemma, I got to really pay you. You can't let me not pay you. Like things like that because we are friends. Mm -hmm.
0: That is awesome. Lindsay, I am a huge advocate on paying your friends their work for for their business, for their time. I feel like that is a way to honor them. That is a way to respect their craft. That is a way that you show them that I stand in solidarity with you and I would never require something of you that you shouldn't be, you know, willing to give. Like, I just feel like that is a, that's so disrespectful when friends come and ask for a discount now, because you're my friend or not willing to pay you at all for your craft, for your gifts and talents, especially if that's how you make your, that's your livelihood. livelihood. Yeah. That's how you make your money. Um, So One thing I want to touch on is it is so hard to be misunderstood. It's hard to navigate that when people misunderstand who you are, what your intentions are, and they misspeak about you. We talked about rumors and lies a couple of weeks ago. Come on, didn't we? That was one of our topics and how damaging it can be when you have someone that. Uh, may either misinterpret something that you did, if there's a misunderstanding, or if they just blatantly lie on you, how damaging that can be to your human psyche and how we try to go back and clean it up. But sometimes you just need to let it be. I do want to ask you something. What were some red flags that may have come up in the business?
2: Take it to fun fact first. We've been talking. For you want to go long. to fun fact?
0: Okay. All right, you guys. So you know what time it is. It is time for a fun fact. All right. It is time for a fun fact. Let's get into it. Come on. You want to pick our fun fact for us today? Or do you want to ask Lindsay? It's your turn for a fun fact. Uh, It's my turn. Well, I'm going to see if our guest would like to give us a fun fact today. If she has one in mind, if not, I can come up with... A fun fact for us. Is this
1: a fun fact about me or a fun fact? Anyone.
0: Anyone, anything. In general, or
2: about you? Mm -hmm. (laughs) We like getting to know our guests. So, about you is also
1: cool. Absolutely. Uh, I'm trying to blink.
0: (laughs) Don't worry. No pressure. No pressure.
2: You has got a long list of them. I have a
0: long list. Where, you find this, where did you get this list? You made it? No, I'm about to share oh, it with we you. we do some research and we've been finding out things.
2: It's like, oh my God, we didn't know that.
0: It's and it's just, hectic. it's stuff that we absolutely find entertaining. I can give you a fun fact. Do you eat nuts, Lindsay? Yes. Come on. No. And I doesn't. love them. She always comes with some things for the food what? that we eat let me tell you something we just did one on lobsters it's hilarious watch the podcast you guys we just did a fun fact on lobsters but this one is about pistachios the first one i love pistachios you guys but you ever bite into a bitter pistachio and it's like oh that's a little bitter but you continue to chew them those are the worms inside of the pistachio (laughs) nuts. But that I wasn't knew you were going to come with some savagery. That wasn't even a fun fact. That wasn't even a fun fact. <laughs> the fun fact is that I, I do this to both of you all the time. I'm sorry. Ooh. The fun fact is that pistachios are technically fruits. Oh. oh. It says you can think of them as the opposite of a peach. Instead of throwing out the pit and eating the flesh, we do the opposite with pistachios.
2: Oh, so it's like cocoa.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, no,
2: I didn't know that. Well, so you,
0: you just, eat the fruit, of the cocoa, and oh, I don't even know what it looks like growing. I know, I don't either. So it starts <laughs> off, I guess, as the fruit. I would like to taste the pistachio fruit. I wonder yeah. what that's like. Yeah, so but
1: there's, there's, I mean, like that means you're throwing out a whole fruit for the smaller seed. And you know how I many come in a bag? they probably don't throw
2: it out because with coffee the bee the beans mm-hmm. we eat the fruits and then you throw the seeds and it's a seeds, especially if it mixes with dung then
0: it becomes better <laughs> oh and they the monkeys now they have some where they gather the monkey dung <laughs> you know what i'm talking about the, the coffee and they make coffee out of it they say it's the best thing ever so okay so okay we're going to move on from the monkey dung <laughs> Back. Cool. 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 All right, Lindsay. Welcome to the System Podcast. This is what we do. Okay. <laughs> this is what we do on a regular basis. All right. All right, Lindsay. Let's get back into it. I have a question for you. Okay. So, Lindsay, I know you had a long night last night. If you have to go back and think about the beginning stages or in the middle of your business, the partnership with your friend. First of all, tell us what it is that business is. Cause I don't think we've clarified that. And I'm going to put this in the beginning of the podcast. Okay. But clarify what the business is and what were some red flags that may have come up that you ignored?
1: So um, we, we are event designers. So the business, um, we were event designers. We did weddings, baby showers, birthday parties, um, she was located in a different state than me. So we were operating in two different states. Um, I think the first red flag was I began to become uncomfortable with sharing certain things with her because it seemed like it made her feel. A type of way, like uncomfortable or upset, or just you know, disappointed. Um, as far as like, okay, you know, I got this event and I'm doing this. And when, when I would express that to her, it seemed like it made her feel some type of way because she wasn't operating on that same caliber in in where, where she was located. So I think that was the first red flag. Um I think, I think that was the main red flag. To be honest, like if I really think back, like that that is what kind of eluded. Like, okay, this is not. This might not end well, or this is not going well. And even when I noticed that, right, I'm like, well, no, like we, you know, I'm I'm hanging in there. I'm going to make it work. And I think she had more red flags than I did, you know, because one day in particular, she pulled me aside and she kind of just started listing a few things. Like she was like, you know, I noticed you didn't do this when this happened. Another thing I noticed too, I would say it's a red flag is that I don't think, this is my personal opinion, that she had a well balance between separating personal feelings from business.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And I just feel like that's a must-have. And I said, ah, oh, like, that's going to hinder. You got to be able to, you, you got to be able to know business is business and personal is personal. Yep. That was one. Um, and so, you know, there were concerns that she had that she brought to me. And so, you know, I heard those concerns. I slept on it. No, mm-hmm. I, I heard the concerns. talked to God, prayed, then slept on it. I woke up the next morning and I had a, I had a rebuttal for each concern she had. I said, okay, well, this is what space this came out of. Well, that's not accurate. Here's what this is. Like, I, I, you know, I gave her examples of things just to give her better clarity on certain situations. And then um, when I realized that my clarity wasn't working, when I just said, well, at this point, if in order to have a business partner, you have to have trust. Mm-hmm. and I said it seems like you can't trust me and at this point it seems like I can't trust you so I think it's best that we dissolve yes mm-hmm. we dissolve if you it has to be so if I give you all this clarity and I gave you clarity looking for okay let's let's figure out how we can find some middle ground and it's still a pushback oh well it's best that we it's best so, Lindsay, I'll follow up. Looking
2: back, what would you have done differently? Is, is there anything that you could have done to differently, not the way you went about it, to stop the relationship or the business relationship rather from deteriorating the way that it did?
1: Not going to business with it. I, I, I honestly say all the time, like I, I would have just kept my friend but you know and
2: you said it earlier on uh, yeah I'm going to be talking a lot sorry you said it earlier on but was that really your friend though because for you to spend six years with someone sometimes we think about friends and family in a different light than we do intimate partners because if your intimate partner didn't know you as a person in the first year or two you'd have been like boy by girl by, but then with friends, we give so much leeway. If your friend can think diabolical things of you, is it really your friend? And these diabolical things aren't a sum of who you are as
1: a person. Did she even try to get to know you? Well, I will say this. Um. So, when I made the statement that she didn't know who I was as a per- person, there's a certain part of me, out of that statement, there's a 10% 10% part where I question the things that you said to me, did you say that to make yourself feel better with the situation? Do mm-hmm. you really know who I am? But you came up with these things to justify or make you okay. feel comfortable. Mm-hmm. I, I do, I do. 10%, 10% though. Mm-hmm. So, but I that's a good point you made. Was she really my friend? If she genuinely if we removed that 10% out the way, and she genuinely thought that. I was this and I was that and I was maneuvering maneuvering like this, like um one of the things I think was like, you know, um she talked about um feeling like I was competing with her and mm-hmm. I was and I even said I said competing. I said, well, I said that sounds like projection. I said, Your I friend. Yeah, I think you feel like you're competing with me because I don't I don't feel like I'm competing. Mm-hmm. Why would yeah. I be competing with my friend? We all mm-hmm. can win. I I'm a firm believer and we all can win. Like, you know, and so I think that, yeah, I think that um if that is the case, then no, she was never my friend. No, I don't think so, no. She's not my friend. But there's a 10% part that makes me question, like, but was this a narrative you told yourself to help you get through this?
2: No. You know, sometimes people latch onto us because of what we can offer. Because you know your friend, your friend, someone will come and be like, Yushima, did you know that Lindsay did this and this? And Yushima be like, girl, bye. What are you talking about? lindsay will mm-hmm. never do that. And you'll never hear about it. Because mm-hmm. you should be thinking, I don't know what she's on because that's not who Lindsay is. Mm-hmm. And those are good friends. Those are friends who took time to get to know you, who understand you as a person. But then there are some friends that somebody will say the tiniest of things and they'll bro- blow it out of proportion to make themselves feel better because they're not your friends. And it's a sense mm-hmm. of, oh, you know, Lindsay does this. How can I latch onto it and get some benefits from it as well? You know what I mean? Right. A business sought after her. Is it that she just wanted to soar in that way? And she thought that being under your name would take her to those heights, but it never did because God is always working, you know, he's always working. Mm-hmm. Oh. I
1: th- No, I think when we first started, so when we first started the business, like I'm very transparent and I told her, I said, you know, it was one event in particular and I was like, hey, I said, um, you know, I have insecurities, and I said, mm-hmm. sometimes you make me feel like my ideas are not good. I said that. I said you make me feel like my ideas are not good, like you know. And I think, um, you know, we had a whole conversation about it. I was like, you know, I just, I, you know, if we're doing a partnership, you have to be able to hear me and listen to me. You have mm-hmm. to be able to, like, okay, I know when you started the business, you, you, you were doing it by yourself, right? And you wanted. Um, event venue and a grand staircase but if I don't want that you have to be okay with compromising and figuring out what I may like and what I may want right because we're a partnership yeah. um but I don't feel as confident as you do in this business and so I think um when we first start off it's almost like um you know train the trainer like training me like helping me get my confidence and I think once I got my confidence I just feel like that shifted And I like shifted, like okay, wait, Lindsay, you can do this. You got it. Mm -hmm. You can do this. But I think for a while she felt like she was still like, yeah, Lindsay can do this. You know, felt like she was still motivating and pushing me. But at some point, I realized I could do it. Mm -hmm. You you don't have to keep motivating me and pushing me. I got it. I got. I found my footing. I can do it. And it's almost like it's almost like I I felt like she looked at at me as like. Not I don't want I don't know what other word to use but like little sis like um, I'm gonna help her get where she goes and when I got there, that's where, you know, I felt like it's helping but not
2: really wanting to get on that level. Yeah.
1: Hmm. Interesting. Mm. So I think like I felt like she you know felt like she, she thought she was really good and don't get me wrong she is I think she's talented right, um, but I think that my success. I don't I'm not sure because we never had a healthy dialogue about it but I wonder sometimes did it cause insecurities did it make you second guess yourself on what you were doing and I think some of that bleeds into the business because I was thriving I I was getting events back to back to back and I even asked like hey how can we get some events in your area what is the marketing we can do what do you want to do or what you know but you know I wonder if it made a question like hey
0: What's going on here? Mm -hmm.
1: Okay, so Lindsay, you follow?
0: Yeah, and it's hard when you're when you find yourself in a position where you lack that confidence, and you find yourself building up your confidence, and the person that was cheering you on starts to see you as competition, starts Mm -hmm. to see you as a threat to their. Uh, abilities and and that's not the case we both can be great we're Mm -hmm. striving for the same goal Um, so it's very disheartening when, when those types of things happen as your friendship was ending as you were going through this I know you said I really wanted to hold on to the friendship I wanted to dissolve the partnership to save the friendship what was something that you learned about yourself as you were going through this process
1: hmm something that I learned about myself, I think that, um, I think as I was going through this, this process, right, I had several social supports, Mm -hmm. Um, I had several social supports who were helping me, right, one thing I learned about myself was that I was resilient, When this happened, as difficult as that was for me, I rebranded in a month. Had a name, had a website, had a logo. And I think also that didn't help with her narrative because then it looks like, well, I was doing something all along. I was trying to get out all along because how can someone have all these things in just a month of us breaking up? But it's like, but if you knew who I was as a person, you would know I have would have all these things in a, two weeks because I'm Lindsay. Come on, I said I have clients. I got. I got. I gotta get to. The, I gotta get this bag. Like I can't. I can't stop the money flow. Like I gotta figure out just because we didn't work out and this didn't um, go the way that we wanted it to go. I still have to continue. I gotta continue on now. Like I. I, 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 I I'm known. I'm. I, I'm known that Lindsay does events. Like I have to rebrand. And so I think it showed me that. Like, I, sometimes I'm still amazed. Like, I went from me believing, "How am I going to do this without her?" To, mm. I have a website. Matter of fact, it's so funny. I, it's it, if you hear this story because it's like you just all the month. Had a website. My event designs are. Um, my inspiration comes from event designers in the UK. Right. So I wanted. Um. Uh, I wanted a copy edit. Um, is it copy editor, or copywriter? I can't think of it. The one who does the um takes your content and rewrites it for your website. I wanted the language to be, to be UK based, mm-hmm. and so I found someone in the UK to write all the content. All this in a month, write mm-hmm. all the content for my website. Mm-hmm. Um, my best friend made my logo. I came up with a name in a week. Like, I was like, I cannot believe that I did all of this. Made an Instagram, made a Facebook, made a Pinterest page, uploaded all the photos I had. I I did a whole style shoot in between all of this um, with three different sets so I can have pictures of designs that I, I mean, I said I could, I just didn't believe I did all of this. Hmm.
0: it.
2: Wow. You, you were learning and pain, you took that knowledge. While in pain though. Because I was yeah. hurting. Yeah, yeah. That's remember. what we do. Mm-hmm. We're going to work through that pain. Because at the end of the month, them bills are going to be coming. And we're going to be paying them. Listen. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You kind of answered this earlier. And yeah, I'm sitting over here just being proud of you. Like, an all like, <laughs> oh, my God, <laughs> did that. Like, yeah. Oh. <laughs> you kind of answered this already. But to be more specific. Would you ever go back into business, like full
1: on business with another friend? Yes. At first I said no for a very long time. I said, oh, I would never do this again. Mm -hmm. But I have come, like, for example, I think you have to know. So when I say she didn't know who I was the person, I didn't know who she was as a person. Right? Mm -hmm. And so I think you have to know who people are right and I think that helps you make better sound decisions of is this person appropriate for me to go into business with Mm. is this person appropriate is this what like I have one friend so my best friend obviously works for me um you know and then I but I would I mean she's she's been so it's funny me and my best friend initially me and Jasmine who's my designer initially had um a business together called Cindy's Pearls. That was -hmm. even in business Mm -hmm. (laughs) years ago, like way years ago. And so we ended that so that I can go into business with Sequoia because I think also knowing who you are as a person, I think I knew who I was a person and Jasmine knew who she was as a person. And there were certain attributes that Jasmine would need to be able to help that business grow because we we were also in two different areas. And so I think Jasmine has a very healthy sense of self-awareness. And she's Mm -hmm. able to say, you know what? I think I do better doing this. Or I Mm -hmm. think I do better doing that. And I think that's why we work now well together. It's like, I do better. Lindsay, you let me know what you need and I'm going to execute it. You know, Mm -hmm. versus necessarily having to go out and do this and do a whole bunch of stuff like, hey, you just let me know what you need. And so I think having a healthy level of self-awareness, knowing who a person is, I think those will help you make better decisions. I have a friend now named Hannah, and she works with Sincerely out often, Um, but she also has her own business. And, like, if I ever wanted to do it again, I would do it with her. Mm-hmm. But I think there definitely would be things I would do different. Like, hey, okay, this is how we're going to divvy the money up. This is, all right, what happens if something happens to you what what happens to the business? If something happens to me. What happens to the business? Just all of those hard conversations.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: No, girl, you've got to have them conversations when you're going into business. Like you've got to. There's <laughs> no friendship in legalities. There no. is no friendship in
1: legalities. It is so funny. My my brother's wife said that. I asked my brother's wife, with um, my sister in law. I said, Hey, I'm like, you know, what? Have you ever been in the business with friends? And she's going to be honest. I don't know anyone who has went into business with their friends. Most people go into business with other business people looking for a business adventure. Mm-hmm. And so that kind of stood out to me too. Like when you told me that, I'm like, I wonder how common this is or isn't. And then, and I can see why. Mm-hmm. I don't honestly can see why. Because
0: mm-hmm. you end up losing dual relationships. You end up losing your business partner and your friend. Mm-hmm. And it's it seems like it would be a very difficult, Thing to navigate, I had a similar situation happen, but we're still working together. Um, but it's one of those things when people fail to see yourself or they fail to want to compensate you for your self work, but they know that it's there. But they try to low you because you're friends or because you're in partnership with them in other ways and they try to minimize what you do, but they really do need you in that space in order for them to be successful so it's a very difficult line to tread I'm glad that you found your footing um Lindsay we're going to transition into what are you reading are you reading any books right now
1: no because I hate reading I (laughs) I hate reading I hate reading I was just talking about this I realized that I so I because I hate reading, I have to find other ways to intake new information. Mm -hmm. So whether that's TV or whether that's a news channel or whether that's a podcast, I think I do well with the podcast. I don't even do well with the audible books because I feel like I I I
0: didn't I tell you I sent her the audible book. I said, "Listen, read the audible book, chat. Go ahead, keep going."
1: I'm i said though as i get older i you know so people are like oh this is a good read i said maybe i should try the audible books again <laughs> i read one i can say wholeheartedly besides the kid books when i was little i remember we re- i remember reading one book thoroughly from cover to cover just one just one book. what was one. it what book was that I don't remember what the book was I just remember it was about an inmate who was in prison Mm. and um he was having sex with guys in the prison and then um he came home and had AIDS Mm. and then was trying to like restart his life but that was it that sounds depressing it's so funny when I went to the eye doctor though one time I, when I was younger I I, not, I keep trying to ask my mom about it she don't remember I I remember him asking me you must not like reading and <laughs> like, oh. he said my eyes move he said your eyes I'm pretty sure they move fast on the pages like he knew like he I was like it does like when I had to, my mom says all the time I don't know how you got through grad school she said like, i don't know how you made it like <laughs> that's cool because i hate reading like i stopped buying textbooks after a while i hate it i hate it. she's like i don't know how you made it through i made it through though but it is hard for me to read like i have to re- i have to reread passages sometimes two or three times like i can mm-hmm. read it and don't even know what it said and gotta go mm-hmm. back and reread.
0: You know what that sounds like ADHD but we'll talk about okay, that later we're gonna talk about I'm not later.
1: here to diagnose you I'm not here
0: to diagnose you and I can't you're not my client I can't could diagnose be, you.
1: Could be could be could be and
0: I'm just saying that's what that sounds like
1: I'm diagnosed all these okay. years undiagnosed
0: ADHD you have made it though you have made it work for you Lindsay you made it work for you I don't know come on come on what are you reading
2: I'm reading for work I've got like 12 13 books that I've got to edit to put out so I'm just reading for work
0: yeah me too I'm reading for. I don't have twelve or thirteen books to edit, but I do. I'm just <laughs> oh, yeah, reading for work. To edit.
2: Yeah,
0: that's a lot. Yeah. This is when you were talking does. about your copyright. I'm
2: like, that's what our business do. Why didn't
1: she get to us? You know, and like, she's Ooh. in the UK. She's based in the
0: UK. This <laughs> I is know. A- that's what's funny. Yeah, this that's
1: funny. funny. Yeah, that's what's funny. Yeah, yeah my copy copy editor was. Um, she's in London.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: Well, we used to be based in London. Now we're based up north. But okay yeah all right yeah we're coming almost to the end of it and you did Mm -hmm. touch on this again lindsay because you just tell us all the things but give us at least three advice that you would give to someone who's going to get into business
1: with their friend um well first advice hands down is have those hard conversations be able to have the conversations of What is this going to look like if this happens or um, what, how do we divvy up the money? What, you know, what are different things we need to have in place to make sure this business is successful? I think number two, make sure you know who this is as a person, make sure you know who they are as a person and make sure you know yourself. So self-awareness, we have to be able to know who we are, right? And then figure out what do we need from other people? so when you're going to business with someone you need to know who is going to be a good fit for you and that starts with you knowing who you are and figuring out what would be a good fit for you and then also making sure that you know who they are as a person um i think my third advice would be making sure you ask your question yourself why do you want to go into business with this person Mm -hmm. the why yeah yeah yeah. That's
0: good. Would you recommend getting things in writing from the very beginning, Lindsay? Yes, hey Sam Yeah,
1: yeah. Because and I think being well educated, we just were not educated, and that's okay. You know, you, these are life lessons. You live and you learn. It's, it's I mean, it's okay. But was well, not okay. But it, I mean, I'm saying it's okay. But you, you gotta educate yourself. Like there, we had no education on partnership, none whatsoever. No mm-hmm. one. Talk to us, no one said anything, we didn't look into anything, not, it's no one's responsibility. But You yeah. see,
2: I always say that a Jamaican child is the most well-rounded you'll find in any school system because we learn so many different things. Like a lot of what guides my life is what I learned in the, in the education system in Jamaica. Like a lot of what I know and a lot of what we thought, oh, I'll probably not use that, but it all comes back. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like I I run businesses and a lot of my business, what I knew knew, or what I know is coming from that education where we are taught different things. And, you know, we've got to build on that
1: as we go on. I I don't know if that makes sense. We don't have that here. We We don't have that. So they don't talk about, one thing I'm going to say, yeah, we don't have that here. And they don't talk about entrepreneurship. And that's one thing I'm I I wish that, even in college, I wish Mm -hmm. that they talked about, Oh, like I said, I say this all the time. I don't know if I would have went and got the social work degree if I knew that I could be a business owner. Like no one talked to me about entrepreneurship. No one talked to me that hey, you don't have to go this route. Here's another route. Like you can do this. Like if I knew about entrepreneurship from the very beginning, I can't. I may or may not have went and got this degree. That was my only route.
0: You know. Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah so so I feel like and don't get me wrong I will say this my social work degree does help me better execute my business I remember one of my exes told me this I um one of my exes said this to me I think you do really well um because you're a very you're very personable you're a people person And I think my social work degree helped me understand that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. My social work degree helped me understand how to work with people, how to communicate with people. I'm a very big advocate on understanding differences and Mm -hmm. and how other people function in different ways, the whole self awareness thing. Okay, well, Lindsay, you know you can be like this, so let's tread lightly like this. Like, (laughs) your self awareness helps you know how to move with people. Like, well, we know, Mm -hmm. Lindsay you know she's like this and you know how you are so how about we enter the conversation in this manner like it
0: helps mm-hmm. and I would say you are very solution focused and that is something that is big in social work you're about okay if you're gonna bring a problem we need to talk about a solution at the same time mm-hmm. and we've had that conversation before because Lindsay would just start shooting our solutions, and I'll be like girl you gotta let your
1: clients help you, see, you. and that's another way of you tasting my palate so, like now that I'm about to get my clinical licensure with social work, I was like, I don't know if I want to do therapy because I I really struggle. <laughs> Other people do it seamlessly. I can do it and I can do it well. It just takes me a lot of effort. It takes me a lot of presence and it takes me a lot of presence and a sense of let me hold back because I I I am very solution focused and I keep Yoshima in my head around that. And I talk about <laughs> her all the time. When people ask me, I talk about her all the time. I'm like, yeah. My friend helped me realize that sometimes I don't meet the client where they are because that's what it is. You got to meet the client where they are. I'm at I'm at the end of this. I'm at the end of the. I'm at the end of, the, the end of, the, the end of the therapy. All right. Okay.
0: That's, that's, come on. Come on. Yeah. I couldn't do mama, you got daddy issues. okay. Here's you be like, like okay, but today though, but today. What we doing? I be like Lindsay, you have to go back and yeah. allow them the narrative <laughs> type therapy as well. They have to get it off their chest. She'd be like, yeah, but. We,
1: yeah, we got to move say.
0: on. We got
1: we got yeah, yeah. They have to process it, so <laughs> yeah. So and I learned that about me. So that's the that's that's what I mean by other people tasting your palate because mm-hmm. that helped me learn how to be more present. Especially that was really good that she caught that with me early on because I started working with kids after that.
2: Yeah, and kids mm-hmm.
1: hands down need me to meet them where they are. I can't Girl. be able to smoke focus mode. They go looking at Miss Lindsay crazy. Yeah. so you know but that's what i mean by people tasting your palate yeah yes. you have got that. that's perfect and you the solution- oh go ahead go ahead what were you gonna say no, i was gonna mm-hmm. say and the solution focus is it worked like prime example it may not work in therapy but it hands down works in event planning it does, it does. Then, there's always something fumbling on the day of the wedding and i'm there to pick up them pieces real quick so mm-hmm. You're it's ready. interesting.
2: I did wedding planning for a little bit. I loved it. I also did well events. I did a lot of events, but yeah, I can't be bothered. I couldn't be bothered anymore to <laughs> be fixing all to you know quiet all these storms. And I thought, oh yeah, I'm not enjoying it as I should.
0: Mm-hmm. It seems exhausting, but Lindsay is definitely in her element. She did my. She did my books, honey. Remember when I sent you the pictures? Yeah. yeah. Lindsay did that. And so mm-hmm. Lindsay had me sell out of all my books because my little area was so beautiful, honey. Everybody was coming over there to check out the chicken chicken What you got going <laughs> on over here? I was like, yes, Lindsay you did this for me. Thank you. And here's my book. Don't have a good read. <laughs> She may not read the book, baby, but she'll make it look pretty on the stage make it look nice and sell a book. (laughs) Sell a book. She may not read it, but she'll sell a book. (laughs) Lizzie, you literally answered my question. The question was, what lessons did you learn from your experience that you've been able to apply to other areas of your life and business? And how has it made you a stronger and more resilient entrepreneur? And I think that you answered that. But if you wanted to add something to it, please do.
1: Um yes, um, how has it made me a stronger entrepreneur? I think well, I think the big w- with my resilience, so there have definitely been other scenarios since then that I've encountered in my entrepreneurship and having to work through it. One thing I learned about myself is sometimes when I'm faced with discomfort. I want to leave or put it on the table or say, Mm -hmm. I'm not doing this anymore. Mm -hmm. And so I have to continue to tell myself, Hey, we're not going to do that in this. We're Mm -hmm. not going to do that. We're going to figure out how to fight through. Like, you know, there were people, there was a recent, a recent situation, honestly, where, you know, there was someone who wholeheartedly, they were a vendor, but also my friend. And, um, a situation happened and then I learned who they were as a person also like that's another thing too like you have to accept people for who they are mm-hmm. so it's like you can you know how we talk about separating business from friendship right mm-hmm. I think this friend hands down does I think he has a set of values and beliefs in friendship and a set of values and beliefs in business mm-hmm. right and so those those values are not the same for me they spill over yeah. I, am, I this, this is how I move here Consistent. and this is how here, right mm-hmm. but for that person, it does not. And so I learned that, okay, so if he maneuvers like this, I need to readjust because that's not gonna work for me. so let me just readjust with this person mm-hmm. right and so but I don't necessarily have to in that friendship, I don't necessarily have to say, you know what? I'm done with this. I'm never using that person. How can I recreate better boundaries um, with this person?
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. All right. So I have one more question that I want on to answer, and we're going to close out. So Lindsay, if well, this one first, right? How are you navigating your friendships and your entrepreneurship because both are very demanding? So what boundaries are you putting in place to ensure that you're continuing to fully be the friend that you want to be and the business owner that you want to be. Because I know that sometimes our friends can be demanding and they, they desire pieces of us that we may not have to give. If you wanted to give a little bit, I know why you smile. If you want to get going a little bit into that.
1: Yes. Yeah, so I think also people, things change. I think people, I, I just, people need to figure out how to better adjust to change. So Lindsay in in 2016 or 2020 may have been this friend. But now I have Sincerely And Sincerely O existed in what, 2021, I think? And it was operating maybe in the very beginning on a low scale. But as Sincerely O began to grow, how I operate my friendships have to shift. I, I can't do a nine to five and work sincerely out, and maintain the same structure I had when I just had a nine to five in my friendships. Like, that's just not plausible. And so I do think that my friends have to figure out how to adjust to change. One thing I'm working on is boundaries, right? Mm-hmm. I feel like I realized that I feel like, part example, I felt really bad being late today. I realized I feel really bad. You know, I just had a friend recently. I was on the phone with her for 47 minutes. Mm-hmm. i remember the time i <laughs> said well i have to go i said i have to go i said i have to go i said and she said what are you gonna do i said i'm gonna have some self-care and she said well can i just have 15 more minutes wow <laughs> and i said she said can i have till not? and i said i give you 47 i said right. um, i said but i love you and i felt so bad for saying that i had to go get reassurance that I- Wait, I could do that, right? I had to call two other friends just to make sure. Was that wrong? Because I feel so bad. Like I feel so bad, but I think that will, over time, I will adjust and, and hopefully those feelings go away. But just reinforcing boundaries, I was proud of myself for sticking with it though. Because mm-hmm. old Lindsay would have been like, all right, well, I'll give you 15 minutes. I barely got to 47. Let's see?
0: And she didn't take into consideration your self-care. It was mm. about what I can get from you. And once you recognize that those friendships are in your life, not by what you're doing for each other, how you're reciprocating that, it's not a dance, right? It's it's less of a dance and more of a, I'm going to sit back and let you entertain me. Mm. They don't participate in the friendship. They receive, they get, they gather, they collect, they enjoy. Mm-hmm. But when it's time for you to stop it and take care of yourself, if they have a problem with that, then I feel like you have a problem with me. You're not my friend. If I'm telling you I have to go, I'm telling you why. First of all, I'm not going to ask you why. Okay, friend, I'll talk to you later. That's one boundary that was crossed. I don't have to tell you why I have to go, but I have to go because your friend's fine. Oh, girl, I'm about to do some self-care. But let me give 15 more minutes of that. Time that you can be spending on yourself that's selfish and I don't know if she's listening but what would you say to that friend if they were listening Um,
1: I think I would say I would want her to understand that my threshold is not her threshold mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. i don't I don't think that she's selfish um I think that i think they think I think people have different perspectives, right I think that I think my friend has a very high tolerance for discomfort, or she can like I tell her all the time I'm like, you can be on fire, you can be on fire. And walk into Walmart with your kids and say okay y'all go pick out snacks
0: mm-hmm.
1: I don't have that threshold. <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't my threshold is lower than hers so mm-hmm. when I say I need my self-care like I get for you it's like well I can get 15 minutes like she may say she can get 15 minutes she probably could give me a whole nother hour if I ask for it. I can't mm-hmm. and that's okay that's okay, okay. we're just two different I think I would just want to know we don't have the same threshold, and I want to. I can't. I don't want to. I don't want to burn. I don't want to experience burnout in a friendship. Yeah. So let help me maintain these boundaries so we don't get to that point, right? Mm-hmm. And that's okay. Mm-hmm. Oh. It's very but nice. I think it's new. I think it's new. I think it's new for her. I think it's new for me. Um. So I think it's going to be trial and error with that, but.
2: Lindsay the self-care queen yes <laughs> but i'm,
1: go. Actually, I'm gonna go
2: that's
1: the thing that told me now. <laughs> actually that's the that was my friend who told me that um she was like Lindsay, come sometimes you take self-care to a new level and this and my friend she's very insightful and she's right. Sometimes I do take self-care overboard. Like, and so I really have to challenge myself to not, I will take it and run with it. So I'm about finding healthy ba- balances between self-care and my everyday life and even managing my friendships. Like, you know, they matter. Like, they need to know they matter. They want to know that they're for. you know, so...
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. okay
1: all right we've come to a very exciting part of our show this is
2: where we play a game called naughty or nice and you get to choose one of the two so do you want me to ask you a question that is from the naughty pile or the nice pile
1: mm. naughty oh Ooh, girl <laughs> you're <interested>
2: in that. <laughs> are you
1: sure okay
0: too late. No, 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 naughty, naughty! You selected that. Naughty,
2: me. it is. <laughs> too late. Naughty, it is. You selected that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm, I'm going to try not to be too savage, because okay. you're a guest, <laughs> and you're lucky you've got me. You're my savage. Listen, I
0: don't care.
2: Ooh, okay. <laughs> no, it's very <laughs> naughty. <laughs> Is there, or are there any? And if so, what is the biggest mistake that you've ever made in the bedroom? Oh my gosh,
0: that's Oh, so oh my
2: gosh, <sighs> I'm even squamming from. I'm that. thinking
0: about mine. I'm like, oh my god, I would never share that.
2: I'm sorry. Um, choose a mild one.
0: Yeah,
2: use yeah.
1: mistake. I'm not that excited. Um, I'm just not. Like, I'm trying to think about what is the biggest. Okay. Um, I can't even think of. I can't even think of anything.
0: That's. You never did something that made you cringe, Lindsay. Where you were like, "Oh, why did that never? Oh my god!
1: Oh God. Oh my god!" I can't think of anything. Like, biggest mistake?
0: She must have had a bomb sex life in her because I thought about four no,
1: of them.
0: I'm not that exciting. Okay. Is
1: it? I All right, so
2: what is the worst thing that someone could do in the bedroom and you'd be, like, completely turned off?
1: Oh, um, something... Someone can do it in the bedroom,
2: and you'd be like, "Now I'm even dried up. I'm not going
1: it's there. A, it's a wrap. <laughs> We're done here, girl." Are I'm you thinking. Serious? I feel um, like so for me, like I don't do well when you make me feel like. You're only here for sex kind of thing. Like I don't I don't do well with that. Like that yeah. that that's that will dry me up very quickly. Like you gotta you gotta uh, how can I say it? Like you gotta like work romance me. me. You gotta yeah. work me. You gotta work me. You gotta work me. If you can't work me, then you're out of here. You're out of <laughs> yeah. here.
0: Peace out. Yeah. Close for the day. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay, come on, I had seven of them come to my mind.
2: I don't (laughs) need...
0: My poor husband. Yeah. I mean, I just thought about somebody saying someone else's name. You've done that? No, you said, what is something that would turn you off? Like if your partner said an ex's name. Oh, oh that's not okay. turning me
2: off that's ending the relationship that's listen, ending I mean, everything. I didn't think about
0: that somebody passing gas you farting now <laughs> <laughs> now now
2: does gas really come during that time I don't think it does
0: <laughs> it could remember when I said that, okay we're gonna move on <laughs> alright let's keep going um, listen we are coming to an end Lindsay I just appreciate you so much for spending time with us for sharing all of your things about friendship, entrepreneurship, how to navigate those areas and spaces that's difficult. It's hard enough to do one or the other, but combining them both and the lessons that you've learned uh, will really help our listeners and your listeners as well. What are some things you would like to share with
1: our listeners in closing? Um, be all that you can be, now. no. Um. <laughs> in the end. Uh, uh, no, right. Um. I think one of my biggest things I think I'm, I am always like to leave people with is I think people really need to develop a heightened level of self-awareness. I just feel like it helps you navigate through the world in your business, in your job, in whatever you do. If you know what you need and who you are as a person, then you can figure out how to navigate in, just in the world in general. Mm-hmm.
0: okay before we close out thanks for sharing it Lindsay what are you manifesting for this week that's coming up what's something that you're manifesting for this week
1: I booked two clients
0: all right claiming it that's it
1: I really want and I'm hoping I booked those two clients
0: come on two clients they're Girl, coming they'll yours. be calling me that's you're your
2: job out good that's yours that's Thank yours
0: you. so you that's get to do okay. that that's come on what are you manifesting
2: Girl, I'm writing an autobiography for someone, and I'm manifesting just getting the job done. That's what I'm manifesting, along with everything else that I've got to do this week. Yeah.
0: Okay, that's fun. Fun times. Um. As for me, I'm still on the on the balancing act, just manifesting balance in all the dimensions of my life. Right. What I'm eating, I eat a cookie. I got to eat some broccoli. Right. Mm. Just a thing. I'm trying to find a balance in all things. Why the
1: bag of broccoli right
0: there? Why the bag? To remind me. I don't just talk about it. I be about it. You understand me? I'm not just here gabbing. If I have a bagel, then I'm gonna have a piece of watermelon. So we need to balance things out, and not just with food, but just in my thought processes and what I do in my day to day life. Because I get so hyper focused on something, that thing becomes bigger than life, and then I've missed out on. An opportunity to to really balance and enjoy the process so i think the balancing of my day-to-day life will help me to enjoy the space that i'm in right now and not look for the next thing so quickly which is what we all do as overachievers and each one of us on here are overachievers i'm doing better girl
2: i'm doing so much better yeah so much better
0: well we're trying to figure it out Lindsay and i okay. Lindsay is a self-care queen but even in that, she's an overachiever. She can't just do regular self-care.
2: I want to catch some of that self-care. Just a little
0: bit. I'm
2: a little Please. jealous I'm like a, little a little
0: bit. A, little. <laughs> a little jealous of that situation.
2: Yeah.
0: All right, come on. All right, before
2: we close the lensing, we want to now say, girl, I need an event to be planned and stuff like that. All our listeners, they hear you thinking, girl, L is the way to go. How do we find you?
1: So I'm on my website is www.sincerelyl.com, Um, And I'm on um, Facebook and Instagram at Sincerely L Designs. I tell people to go to the website. That's the best way to reach me. You submit an inquiry form. Uh, inquiry form. And then also my Instagram and Facebook have a lot of my most recent work because I have not updated my website. And Mm -hmm. so if you want to kind of see, I tell people, I encourage people to go look first to make sure that my style matches your style. Mm -hmm. So look, look at my designs, check me out, see how you feel. And if you're feeling this, then definitely send me an um, inquiry on my website.
0: Yes. And I would just like to add to that. There is no job too big or too small that Sincerely L Designs can't fix. When I say if you call Lindsay about something, she will help you to manifest your wildest dreams and it doesn't matter i'm not gonna say it doesn't matter your budget because she she big time okay Mm -hmm. so if you're gonna come with it you need to come with it but just know she's gonna get the job done and that's sincerely l-e-l-l-e right not sincerely the letter l but l spelled out Mm e-l-l-e thanks again lindsay for joining the system podcast
1: it was nice guys
0: thank you thank you, you
2: darling and thank you listeners did you want to say something?
0: Lindsay, can you say, I'm here with the system podcast?
1: I'm here with the system podcast. That's girl, right. I love that. Yeah, right.
2: <laughs> Thank you all for tuning in and listening. Go check out our girl, Lindsay Odin- Odinma. Mm-hmm. Did I say this right? Ooh, Lindsay yeah. Odinma. And yeah, we'll see you on the next one.
0: Yes. Thanks, guys. Bye-bye. Thank Good job.